Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Here's our assignment for, the fo- for this week. <clears throat> the ego conversation in conditioned mind distracts us from being here, from being present for an exchange of information undistorted by beliefs, assumptions, opinions, positions, projections, and self-hatred. Training ourselves to recognize ego's interference with communication. Luckily for us, the conversation has a recognizable signature. While learning to recognize when ego is communicating, within quotes, we see that ego voices tend to express a dualistic worldview, fear, a preoccupation with maintaining positions, a focus on I, me, mine, judgment and criticism, unexamined beliefs and assumptions, feelings of victimization, a preference for isolation, a predilection for distraction, self-hatred or other hatred, arrogance, hostility, negativity, fault or blame, something wrong, not enough. Because we are are identified with ego, we believe that what it tells us is our own experience. We don't stop to question what goes on inside our head. Our ability to say over what we feel or don't feel depends on our ability to recognize when attention is on an ego conversation. This week, we continue to practice expanded awareness as we listen to ourselves speak, but with an additional focus. As you practice attention on awareness, can you recognize ego talking? What is the quality that flags you that ego is in the interaction? Perhaps you can use the list of attributes mentioned in the excerpt from Don't Suffer Communicate as a framework to notice conditioning in the interaction. Remember, we're not attempting to keep ego out of the conversation. We're learning to recognize if it has taken over the microphone as it were, and we're allowing awareness to notice if ego is talking not consulting conditioned mind for an answer. All right. It's very exciting. Swinny, you blipped out a couple of times during that, and I don't know if it was you or me, so let me know if I blip out, okay? Will do. You sound loud. I'll let you know if you blip out. (laughs) All right. The deal. All right. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, Sherry and Ashwini. It's Jeff in North Carolina. Well, hello, Jeff. What you hey. seeing? Well, um, one of the things I've been seeing, uh, and I actually talked about it with uh, Jen on Open Air recently, is um, how uh, it's amazing how <laughs> difficult I've found it to be present while speaking. Um, and I've been doing things like... Um, uh, putting uh, surgical tape over my mouth, you know, underneath a mask. Um, and uh, when I can remember having a recording playing at, at work, you know, so that uh, focus from, from the recent assignments, um, mm-hmm. so that I, uh, you know, hopefully that will bring me back and, and, and other mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm still amazed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, oh, totally. yes, yes. <laughs> And, and it, it, it's easy to see, isn't it, Jeff, how, how the world can get so messed up so quickly. <laughs> you know, you're obviously not alone with that, and you're really working hard to bring as much conscious awareness to it as you can. Right. And still, off we go. Yeah. 
and that and it's fine you know i'm not uh it's it's not uh su- subject to beating or anything like that um mm. you know it's just I, how it is that's <laughs> why it's last in the list right so first we do sitting meditation then we do working meditation uh, then we do, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it walk. Oh, first we do walking. After sitting, we do walking. Then we do working meditation, and that's a lifelong practice, trying to get us to the point where we can be present when we are listening to somebody, mm. and then speaking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, right. I, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, I find it so much easier while listening. Um, to be present than oh. speaking. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah. So this like, is the master class, right? So <laughs> yeah, nobody needs to feel like this should be different for me or if I were a better practice, don't listen to any of those voices because um, it, it's really high level. Yes, amazing. It's like mm-hmm. I was just they, I was just here and now I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And, and then I come back, mm-hmm. you know, I, get done speaking and anyway so I don't I mean it sounds like I just keep practicing with it I, I was you know I wondered whether you had any suggestions or anything like that if you do that's great and and if not I'll just keep practicing because that's that's keep fine. practicing There's, that's it yeah. and and Jeff the kinds of things that you're doing that support you to remember because again we all know that that's egos kind of number one strategy distract us cause us to forget get us focused on something else, right? That, that's how it maintains its control over us. And so everything that we can do to keep reminding ourselves, no, this is what I'm practicing. This is what I'm practicing. This is what I'm practicing. That's, that's the way through. Great. Okay. Another thing I've started right. to do is to record right. afterwards as soon as I come back, if, if that's possible to do. No. Just, nope. Oh, don't nope. do that? Okay. I wouldn't do that. Nope. Because the chances that ego's going to get in there and have an opinion about that, ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. That if you're going to basically look to conditioned mind, yeah, no, you don't need to do that. I mean, you can stop for a minute and just watch what happens with you, but uh-huh. I, that is one situation where I would encourage not doing everything. Uh-huh. Okay, that's interesting. Um, maybe at another time I'll I'll uh, see you, know, you see what you're saying more and but um, but okay I certainly will I will not do that. Well, and as you keep as you keep practicing, it'll drop in. It'll drop mm-hmm. in the the answer to the question why. Mm. You can trust that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, thank you very much. Take care. Go happy. Go happy. Here's our next caller, Sherry. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi. It's Mira in Seattle. Hey, Mira. Hi. Hi. Wow. Okay. Um, Let's see. So I've seen a couple of different things. Um, One is how uh, the urgency to speak and fill the space when I'm talking to other people, mm-hmm. um, how prevalent that is, especially when I'm leading meetings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I've, um, 
when I when I hear myself talking over someone else, I, I've, I've just stopped <laughs> to let them talk because um, I don't know why I'm talking. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So just bringing attention to how we are, right, uh, uh, Mira? Just in terms of their focus of attention right now is speaking. So you're noticing that place of being prompted to fill the silences or talking over someone, and, and it, it's, just, it's just a practice to let them speak. Excuse me. Oh, Buffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then one of the things that happens all the time, um, especially at work, and this is another one of those urgency things, is that I will say, if I'm talking to someone and, and there's something that I need to do, I will say that um, I'll do it by the end of the day mm-hmm. or something like that. And I fully believe it when I say it. I uh-huh. fully believe I'm going to do that thing. And then the day continues and it doesn't happen. And what I've seen about that is um, that there, it seems like there's a belief that I'm taking pressure off of myself mm. somehow. I'm like, I'm getting them off my back by <laughs> telling them I'm going to do something that I think they want me to do. Mm-hmm. Except what happens is that it just creates pressure on me because then I don't want to do it. Mm. Like, I so want to do it, but I just cannot find it in myself until it gets to the nth hour and then all of a sudden the willingness to do it is there. So this is what I've really been looking at because I've, I've seen this for a while. I've not been able to interrupt it yet, but I see that it's happening. And it, I mean, it, just, it just seems like when, when the time comes and I have that awareness, it, it just feels to me like it's going to be like a revolutionary shift for me. Yes. Oh, and wow. It's the whole process, right? Right, Mira, when we bring attention to, to how we are, to something like this, you, you, you are really paying attention to the process that's going on for you. And so you could see it all, this, this, uh, this urgency. Urgency seems to be a big theme, the urgency to commit to a time that feels like stems from a belief of taking pressure off of yourself but then realizing it's a setup to feel pressured and feel resistance to keeping the commitment and then rushing at the end in order to fulfill that commitment. And it's a place of suffering for you, it sounds like. And so there's just a tremendous uh, awareness of the entire process. And as you say, the first place we start is having an awareness of it. And as you said, you're familiar enough with watching such processes to know that there will be an interrupt in the process that is available to you, a change in behavior, so to speak, that prevents the process map from moving to the next sticky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and then um, just to, to see that the belief early on was that I just keep lying. I just keep lying to protect myself, but um, to see that, but yeah, that I'm just caught in that map. And that's mm-hmm. the help, self-hate coming in oh. and labeling it. That's right. I just went there myself. That that's the last part of the map, right? You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're a person of no integrity. You're a fake because yes. you lie. You say you'll do something and, you, and that's 
get it done and uh, not and and you know you just have to do better or be a different person or however the form the self aid takes mm-hmm. yeah 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 and and just one last thing i i think that the the openness to this came um from the last um compassionate i can't remember what the what the name of the um of the workshop was uh, that we did a couple of months ago um but um, just what, what, what I committed to was to talking about what felt couldn't be talked about. Mm-hmm. Like those things that I hear in my head that I never say out loud even to the recorder. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been practicing with that. And it really seems to have opened things up so I can see more. Mm-hmm. And what an important process, right? So mm-hmm. just that uh, when it's inside our head, I mean, we say this in the communication book, right? We, we really don't know what's going on because we hear it. But we don't, if, we, if I record it or say all of those things and put it out there, I could actually see it. Yeah. Right? And there are so many new... ...into the conversation in my head. But once I start to say it aloud, then I can actually examine it in, in the contents of egocentric karmic conditioning self-hate, right? It's there. Here's the self-hating part. Here's the belief part. Mm-hmm. Here's the assumption part. Here's what I don't face. Here's what's never allowed to be said aloud. All of those things. And just bringing it into conscious awareness is a transformation. Right. And it lets it lets uh, disidentification start to happen. That's right. You're no longer seeing through it. Even if you're aware that there is a conversation, actually getting it out, saying it, uh, bring, I mean, it's almost like you're aware of the surface level of the conversation, but when you're allowed to actually speak it out, you see the depths, you see mm-hmm. the assumptions, you see the emotion, the feeling, a whole bunch of things that lie under the surface. And that's what, that's what talking out aloud allows us to do, right? Take it from the, the uh, non, not in conscious awareness to the full light of conscious awareness. And as soon as that happens, there is that opening. There is that ability to apply that everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you so much. I'm just so thrilled to be able to talk about this. So thanks. Thanks, Mira. So, Ashwini, before you let Mira go, did, Mira, did Ashwini blip out at all during that? Yeah, she did a couple times. Okay. Oh, thank God, it's her and not me. (laughs) Okay, good. All right. I don't. I don't know what to do about it, Cherry. But let me see if I. Yeah. There's nothing. It's not that long. I mean, we can we can fill in the blanks. So that's right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. So, Ashwini, before we move on, um, I I want to underline that conversation because uh, what you two just spoke is why awareness practice works, why it liberates, okay? So egos, you know, ego's got a billion scams. It's got billions and billions and billions of scams, you know, tons of them for every person. And one of the big ones is you see what's wrong with you, you need to change it. You need to fix it. And, and what that does is make sure it'll never change. That's the whole it goes from you're this way, you shouldn't be this way, I'll do that, you fail, you're that way, you're the wrong person, you can't do it, that makes you bad, okay? So that, that's ego's world. But what you two just talked through is really seeing what's going on, being present to what's going on, exactly as it is. 
And when we see it, we move into liberation. Because the fact of the matter is, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Right? I mean, very specifically, what Mira is you know, dealing with. Okay, I'll just say this to get this person off my back and get ego off my back and get a little respite for myself. Okay? And then feel awful as a result. But as she walks through that, as she sees every single step of it, what eventually happens is, yeah, yeah I'm not a bad person for doing that. That's, that, is, that misses the point utterly. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm a person of honesty and integrity and sincerity. That's where I want to come from. Okay, how do I do that? And the suffering ends. Yeah. It ends once and for all. That's why we have to be honest and pay attention and put it out there. Because if we don't, ego will use it to control us. Now, that was a really helpful process conversation. Well, and you know, Sherry, the thing that dropped in when you said that was just simply what happens is there's a letting go, right? Yes. In yes, the exactly. awareness, there's a letting. It, it's almost like yes. the... the uh, it's so con- counterintuitive because the whole condition process is I have to do something about it. That's and right. the whole right. awareness process is I just, you know, everything just needs to be brought into awareness because from awareness it ceases to be something that needs to be fixed. That's right. There's no I needing to maintain it in order to keep control of the attention. Yeah. It's not that I'm a bad person for stepping in that hole. I need to see how I get talked into stepping into that hole. I, get, I need to see how that happens. Because once I see how that, I don't want to step in the hole. Yeah. Once I see how that happens, I'm going to be present and I'm not going to step in that hole any longer. And yeah. that's freedom. Yes. That's wonderful. All right, yeah, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa in North Carolina. Hello, Vanessa. What are you seeing? Hey. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. Um, let's see. Well, I think one thing that really struck me, um, well, let, let me just take a breath here. Hmm. Yeah, I think, so what is sort of following up on what you all were just talking about was that kind of a really oh, tricky part of the assignment is to is is just what you were talking about is just the watching like seeing and then staying there without immediately referencing conditioned mind like okay now what do I do or or, or I shouldn't um, I shouldn't be doing this. Um, or this is the wrong thing, so immediately going to fix it. So it feels like the whole, the whole assignment is actually right in that little bit, like, and don't try to change anything. <laughs> you know, don't try You've to change it. That that's part. the, you did. That's it. the key part of the assignment, isn't it? That's the key right. part. Don't fix this. Don't try to change this. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh Just watch it. Right. Yeah, and it's hard, isn't it? Right, and and. It's, it is hard, and if it does happen, if, if, if I, um, if I am there to see it, 
then the the now step, the next step, or whatever the step is, is actually can can be there, and then the whole that it can change. If that makes yeah. any sense. Yeah. Sometimes, well, I guess. In fact, Vanessa, yeah. it's already yeah. changed. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're already yeah. in a different place. Yeah. It's like um, there's, some, there's something about in, in science or something where you can't actually measure, like you can know where something is, but you can't know how fast it's going. Or you can know how fast it's going, but you can't know where it is. Yeah, all those and kinds of things. And it seems very similar <laughs> to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so as, wait a minute, I'm the factor here. I don't know if that's a good word for it, but, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, and so what ego tries to do is pretend that you're not. You're not, you are not actually a part of this. Authenticity is not actually a part of this. This is all happening, uh, you know, on a chessboard over here somewhere. And what you're doing mm -hmm. is bringing conscious awareness to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I don't know why, but this just keeps dropping in for me, and it may just take us off into a ditch somewhere. But I bet you can recall watching your children go from being really excited about life and every single thing about life and learning everything, being present with, do, participating wholeheartedly, to, to realizing there are standards and losing that mm -hmm. excitement and enthusiasm, right? Because now it's no longer mm -hmm. about, right? It, it's no longer about uh, what, uh, whatever it is, <laughs> what Native people were like. It, it's about the grade and my peers, and wh mm -hmm. where I am in the class. And, mm -hmm. right? and that's, that's yeah. what we're talking about. And we're talking about reversing that. Because when we're mm -hmm. there, and we see it, there's that, oh, oh, wow, that's great. Now, of course, right. that can pull us off just as fast as, oh, there you go again. Mm -hmm. right? Either side of that can be used by ego. And what we're learning to do yeah. is live in the oh, without needing to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, and there's a way in which um, I mean, I guess it's just what we always say. There's a way in which you you have to be um, present <laughs> to do that. Yes, uh, yes. It just seems yes. so obvious. Like I keep coming back to like, oh, and I have to be here with me to be able to see all of that. And and yet there's so much time when I think I am here and I'm just really not. Not. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, yeah. ego wants to roll its eyes with the, oh, God, Vanessa, really? You need to be present? Really? Really? And yet seeing how it does that how it controls us because each time we have mm -hmm. that insight it's brand new and we have it because we're in presence yes. and everything in presence is brand new yeah yeah that's that's so true like every time i get there i'm like oh yeah 
That's right. Oh, yeah, this is it. Oh, yeah. This is it. That's, that is the answer, yeah, or whatever, right. yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, thank you. Have fun. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Vanessa. Bye. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Okay. Here we go. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? This is Tony from Athens. Hey, Tony. Hey, it's Renee. Wow. I just saw so much just in the last two days. So I was practicing with looking at the quality. I think it was something like looking at the uh, quality that flags, that can flag me, that ego is in the communication. Mm-hmm. And I'm a applying this to some kind of unpleasant conversations with co- some coworkers. And I saw that the word I came up with, well, several words, but one word is in these, these, these interactions, I feel trapped. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's these, and, and I, um, it's very uncomfortable, and I have not been able to respond in any way that feels good to me or really probably to them. But when I was looking at it, so, so I recorded about all of that, and then I've been listening to that recording over and over, and then some things dropped in on, let's see if I can say it. So I feel like I, I project these coworkers are blaming the boss for all this stuff, or their ego is blaming Ego in them is blaming the boss, and then ego doesn't have to take responsibility. But then I saw I was doing the same thing. I'm blaming these coworkers for my feelings of suffering and uncomfortability and not knowing how to respond rather than ego taking responsibility for, I don't, I don't know what. Well, wow. It's such a... <laughs> That is such a subtle insight, right, uh, Tony? It, uh, Sherry often uses the example of I'm prejudiced against the prejudiced, right? <laughs> so if yeah. I, right, that's the same thing, that there is what, what you're aware of that makes you uncomfortable in this whole situation. I mean, the word that was used in the framework is other hatred, right? Or there's blame. So there's blame towards there's a feeling of victimization that's going on. All of my problems are because of the boss, is what the co-workers are saying. And mm-hmm. you can recognize that ego process these folks. And you're absolutely right, right? We, the reason why we feel out of control or not responsible is because we are feeling victimized by the circumstances. And there's a sense of, as practitioners, that sense of what I'm really being victimized is by this voice in my head that's controlling me. I'm, I'm at the mercy of the conditioning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is really what I want to get away from. So my responsibility is simply exiting my relationship with what's controlling me so that I can mm-hmm. be free to say what it is I want to say. Or even if I don't say anything, just not to be victimized by it. Oh yes, yes, I can see that because it, it'll, yeah, just all the the comments by conditioned mind when I'm in that situation, is what 
creates that feeling of feeling trapped. Like I yes. don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't feel like That's I can right. get out of it. And then yes. feel terrible. So yeah, right. getting out of that right. yes. conversation. Be, be- feathers you don't want to make people feel bad there we are avoid we're trained to avoid conflict all of it is conditioned right and it, it basically hems us in into a feeling of helplessness or impotence in our interactions with all these people I don't want to be here talking about blame I don't want to experience blaming you for my experience but that but the but the reason for all of it is the conditioning and so mm. the freedom comes from not from being able to be there and be here with what is rather than that conversation that is telling me what my experience of that is that I don't that I also don't want to be having. Right, right. So it sounds like just ex- accepting all of that, accepting right now, this is you know what's happening in, inside this human being. Just really be so aware and accepting. That, that's right, exactly, and it, in the light of the conversation we were having, me feel uncomfortable is the voice that is telling me how I'm not enjoying the situation and how I don't want to be in it. When, we're, when the attention comes here, you, you don't know what will be available for you from a feeling of being here, mm-hmm. not feeling victimized mm-hmm. by it, right? You might make a joke. You might be able to redirect the conversation. You might be able to facilitate it. You might be able to uh, reflect everything everyone is saying. You might be able to be curious. You, we, we don't know what's available to us until we stop listening to that conversation that's victimizing us, right? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, but, but to be able to have that, um, to be able to see what's available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Vanessa, right? We have to be here. But yes. if I'm feeling victimized, I'm not here because my attention is on that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, this is very exciting. I, it's very good. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Thank you so much, Esmeralda. Thank you. So the bottom line in that one, it, again, that is such a huge insight that Tony just had. But that what ego does to us is you need to do something. No, you can't do that. No, you can't. No, not that. No, you can't do anything about that. No, you can't do it. But you need to do something. Yeah. No wonder we feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah you need to do it, but I can't, and you can't, right? Both that you, yeah, that's other. right. That's it. That's it. So you just have to stay there and be miserable. Yeah. Exactly. And listen to me. And listen to me go on about how miserable you are and this awful situation and these people that, and feel bad for judging them because what kind of a spiritual person are you? Oh, my God. Mm, miserable. So brutal. <laughs> yeah. But we see it. Right. And just yeah. as we were talking about earlier uh, with Nira, you know, we see it. And, we, and as Tony said, this is really exciting. <laughs> okay, I know the answer is to be here. That's where the clarity is. That's where the freedom is. Okay, here we go. Well, and when I see it all clearly... It doesn't exist. Well, and the other thing, the big part of it, right, it's also what Mira was talking about, the unmentionable. I, I mean, just yeah. to be able to say that I am experiencing the prejudice that I despise in someone else without yeah. going to the self-hating place is a disidentification from that program, right? Because I'm actually yeah. watching, attributing it 
in the right way to what is having that experience. Yeah. Because I don't want yeah. to be having that experience. That's who I That's am. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And at some point in these, since we're talking about communication and that sort of thing, then what we're going to get to is um, uh, the, the whole, oh, sorry, I just had a moment there. Uh, somebody's walking up to the door. So um, what we're going to get to is being able to say what's going on in the midst of the situation. So Tony's not allowed to say what's going on in the midst of the, of the situation, but we can. Yes. We can practice that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Go happy. Thank you, Ashwini. Go happy.